tuning in to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! A little smooth hey, intro. You know. Welcome. Shout out Kate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do the Barry White. I feel like we're going to do a Barry White voice. Like, like, like radio right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where you want to go. Hey, we're here. Uh, After Buzz TV, you know what time it is. Survivor's Remorse. I'm with the baddest crew in the land. We are here for episode, guys, what? Four? 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 Two right? Hey. <laughs> Shout out to everybody tuned in. Uh, we are at youtube.com slash afterbuzz TV. Uh, hashtag ABT TV SR. Keep the conversation going in the YouTube comments, or we are all on Twitter and Instagram, which we are going to get into. But trust me, we're also on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes, and we even have a smartphone app. Trust me, yes. 2015. Hey. We are upgraded up in here. There's an app for that. So, <laughs> the specific smartphone app is called AfterBuzz TV. So make sure you tune in and cop that, download that, and you can hear us every Sunday because we're going to be here every Sunday. Me, I'm your boy Jimmy V, and I'm with the baddest corner land. Introduce yourself. Hey, hey, hey! What's up? It's your girl Trine. You want to catch me uh, up right. on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at your girl Trine. Mm-hmm. Hey, hello everybody! I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Apprentice Lynn with two N's. And y'all forgot to be your own dad over there, with Jimmy <laughs> my man Gary. You <laughs> got you know, my back. I'm on Twitter, Instagram at be your own dad, but Gary, where you at, man? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at I am Gary Thomas. And wait a minute, Apprentice is back. And as you young kids say, Apprentice is beat to the gods today. Oh, yeah. 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 Check her out now. Check her out now. Y'all. I was watching. I was like, yes. And then I, you know, I watched the show twice. Mm-hmm. I was so sad I couldn't be here because Mama got her groove. She really. Did. That's right. If you guys and do not know, changes. yep. Um, she did have the prediction that the mom was gonna get down and busy, and she did actually do exactly what Shaprentis thought. So everybody, give her a quick round. Yeah. I did not predict that she would get an upgraded, you know, badge, yeah. but she did, and I was excited about that too. Hey. <laughs> and th- and that was pretty much all about what episode three was all yeah. about. So mm-hmm. I was hoping they were gonna open it up right. for episode four with her, you know, getting carry in over. Again. Yeah. Right. Like, you right. know, but they didn't. Which we only saw her what one or two scenes now. In yeah. Episode yeah. Four? Episode, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. But to get into episode four, we start back. They go back to the whole the hometown Boston, Mass. Uh, Cam is being interviewed over on the. Uh, Dennis and Callahan show and um, he was just explaining how you know due to the incident with his sister he missed six games the team is kind of going down and he's trying to uh, get back on his game 
So obviously they are interviewing him, and um, I just w- wanted to mention quick that they made a quick drop about Aaron Hernandez, which was with the uh, Patriots. I personally yes. thought that was funny because uh, being that I am from Boston, when all that went down, everybody was talking about it. I mean, every single day for two, three weeks, and I was hurt. It was hot news for a little while. I was hurt, <laughs> exactly. And then um, I, I just like how. Even though it's a show, they spoke about things happening in the area, too, to kind of relate there. Um, but uh, as we see, Cam wants to get back on his game. So he he got real bossy. I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but which we kind of spoke about. He was like, all right, I need some shorts. I need this food. Let me tell you how I need this annoying. hotel looking over here. Let me tell you how annoying Cam is this episode. But What's up? at the same time, I will give this to the writers and Cam's character. It, it shed a light on something about myself. Because okay. he was just so... Just wanting everyone to fit into his world. And I noticed that, especially, you know, now that I'm in California and I have a different lifestyle as an entertainer, like, I want my family and my friends to be like, well, you just got to get your life to do this. Mm-hmm. He wanted, it's annoying how Cam wants so many people to fit into his cookie cutter world to make him happy and make his luck and, and everything. But really, people are happy in who they are. And you just kind of got to let people live. And that's something I, I learned from Cam's character. But Cam's character needs to learn that everyone is not going to do things the way you want it to go. He's just so bossy and so demanding and do this and do that. Can you, you need to get your life together. And you need to do this. It's just annoying yeah. sometimes. And it's like he needed that lucky strike. Like everything from the lucky hotel room. Like let's get it was very childish yeah. very he was very childish this episode and i'm like and yeah where was that grown where's that grown-ass man because you ain't being it this episode right. <laughs> right. now i remember when i was like 12 or 13 i carried around a penny i thought it was like my <laughs> lucky penny i thought it brought me luck until i you know that penny's in your pocket right now so have you guys ever believed in all that superstitious like he said mom I need my lucky shorts I mean do you guys think anything of that no not for me because the way I was raised I was raised in a very Christian household and it's like God is your look right amen so anything okay. other than you know God or something other than that like we in my household we didn't believe in luck we believe in you were blessed and okay. God mm-hmm. blessed you yeah. and so no I didn't have any lucky nothing well, I was an athlete so I know how it is like I remember lucky I had to have my hair pulled back because I felt like if it wasn't pulled back, my A game would be off when I hit the track. So, well, that makes you win resist. You know, <laughs> right? I had to have that. Like that was it what made I had you more aerodynamic. Yeah, okay. or I had to have my lucky shorts under. That's right. I had, mm-hmm. So I know it. I Which know they it made a quick reference about that Michael Jordan did wear his yeah. shorts under his thing. So I feel that's where they kind of came with that. So yeah. once again, shout out to the writers. They're kind of gelling everything. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Shaprentis that you are believing in luck. You don't believe in God, then I'm sorry because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> like we yeah, don't need right. those superstitions. Like we have gifts that we can use. So exactly. I don't. Have, I've never had that either. Like for instance, today, like I'm not. I don't have any lucky like things to do, and like my Cowboys are playing right now, and <laughs> I'm just like praying that they win. You know, I don't need any luck. I got God. Praise Him. <laughs> <laughs> 
so then as we continue on, uh, one thing that Cam thought was bringing him luck was his high school coach, which uh, we learn later on in the episode. <laughs> Reason why we he wanted him at the game was his sophomore year. He put him in, and that's where he kind of you know started being Cam. Come to find out, the coach was like, "No, I I just knew to start you." Compared to not because everybody else was what slower, slower. than you <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and then uh, which we learned the coach needs to go on a, a diet. Uh, He's a, had too a much diet. smoothies, <laughs> ice cream. Uh, I thought he had a disease at first, like a no, no, no like you know, like how you just gain weight because you get really sick or something. Like I was just mm-hmm. really confused at first. I was like, oh, wow, he's maybe he's sick. Like, I thought they were going to bring that in, but it was just that he was depressed. Wifey left him. No, but he wasn't not even depressed. depressed. Well, he's comfortable. He's comfortable. That was a moment. Shout out to the song. Okay. <laughs> that is the moment I said, Cam is really annoying me because he's like, you want to change him? This man's like, I am happy. So I'm doing this, this, and this, A, B, and C. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. You need to worry about you. Yeah, so uh, he was fat, and I, for once, uh, uh, all the episodes, um, he the all the one liners were so good. It was like so funny this episode about his <laughs> weight. Like they had so many different jokes. It's like back to back to back to back, catch you into it. Which was actually great because, as we know, Uncle Julius wasn't really yeah. in this episode, but they still kept the funny, mm-hmm. you know, kept the comedy alive. Yeah, but exactly. I did. We did feel. I felt. <laughs> And personally, I felt Uncle Julius's um, presence. presence gone. Yeah, <laughs> if he, he was, was not Boston, there, if he was I'm like, I needed, the time, I needed him. That would have been funny. Yes, yeah. we mm-hmm. needed Uncle Julius. We need Uncle Julius every episode. I mean, everyone's funny, but no one's funny like Uncle Julius. I think if he was at the plantation, oh, I would have loved to see <laughs> Uncle Julius at the plantation. M. Chuck and the uh, mother, as well as the uh, mm-hmm. wife. Visit, I thought that would be hilarious. Why in the hell did Missy have that hat on? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Just trying to cover her. Just trying to cover listen her. To her. It looked <laughs> worse. It just looked <laughs> it worse. worse. Can they put some curl activator in this? It looks so dry. Help us this out, right? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, get her curls on fleek. Get the edges together. Like, what are we doing I with it? I just, I feel like it's so disrespectful to the natural community <laughs> that they're mm-hmm. letting her be on camera like this and making a, a mockery of her hair. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that her fashion game is on point this always. season though. Yeah, last always season she kind of looked like a little stepper wife. This, You know they had her with the hat on had that her hat stepping terrible. out with the all black with the jacket had her in the lingerie it's like they the just, like, Lily just dropped on top of her head. It wasn't even like pulled down. It wasn't even like, like cover the sun. Right? <laughs> like why did they do that to her? And Tiana's so pretty too. She is Very pretty. Gorgeous. Which I was watching uh Dear White People. Which is on Netflix as you know. Exactly. <laughs> I seen it and like we well, like we uh spoke about before, she is she just keeps growing and growing into a great actress mm-hmm. she is now. So yeah. I wonder what she's gonna be in next, because Dear White People, she definitely I really liked her character a lot. Like she plays that uppity black woman character very well. You know, her her voice is just it's mm-hmm. kind of sexy. Like it's just really smooth. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Tiana is hot. Tiana's hot. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me twice. <laughs> right. What was that, Tiana? Sure, Tiana. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to move along, um, M. Chuck, um, she was feeling some type of way. Towards the when lady. is M. Chuck not feeling some type of way? Exactly, right. <laughs> she's such but, an activist. Exactly, but I actually do like that she's always the one that speaks up because I 
personally, I appreciate the whole presentation mm-hmm. of something of the whole slavery. Um, but they turned it around and they made it funny, and that's what we always like about this show. Yeah, so, you know. a lot of racial subjects. Definitely. You said that last episode. About I the keep peanut. noticing you, it. Right, I keep yeah. noticing it. How they they're either poking fun at it or they're bringing light to it, mm-hmm. and I think that's pretty dope. I mean race we need to shed more light on it we shouldn't be scared and i think that they really brought a comical side when they had the slaves doing the musical in the beginning that was really caught me off guard (laughs) do you think you know with everything going on in society right now do you think this is a time to bring that kind of comedy towards racial issues i think so they're not the only ones doing it it's a lot of shows out here that are making fun blackish does it has been doing did it all its first season all first season see blackish now y'all know that is stuff that happens in your household okay it's true it's very true that's why it's so relatable Relatable. (laughs) exactly so they're not the only ones and yeah do it make fun of it you have a platform where it's a all black ensemble cast and it's mm-hmm. like yeah this is the time to do it now whereas opposed when it's a mix and it's like somebody might get in trouble and you don't want all that so I mean now is the time to do it and they're doing a great job at it they're spreading they're you know creating awareness and they're also making fun of it and making a joke so it's not so heavy so I think it's awesome and I you know I've been to quite a few plantations and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at it like that we do because I was I grew up in the south so got you okay there were pl- there are plantations everywhere. There are plantation resorts where you go and stay, and what? It's, and they give you guys like a tour of. It's a, just an old plantation they turned into a resort, and so you see the actual plantation wow. house. You'll see the whistle trail, and you'll but they didn't have any like slaves reenacting. Yeah, I don't know how I would have felt about that, but they you know they just showed where they were and what was happening out there, and I thought it was interesting. It's a great piece of history. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm just on the fence about it because I I agree with you guys. I definitely think it's you know we. To bring some lightheartedness to it, but I'm just 2015, and you know, just has been a good year for the black actor, mm-hmm. and not just to make it about race because we, I don't definitely don't want to be known as a black actor. You know, we want to be known as actors, but yeah. it's such a good time for us to do. You know, we have an opportunity. We're in a platform where we're, we're being greater. I wish the show would do a little bit more for them as actors, and I like that this season their acting is way better, it's way quicker, it's, it's way yeah. they're way more on top of their characters. They stand up. You know, we have like two black thrillers right now. You know, we had the one with Taraji P Henson and Idris Elba. Now we have Sanaa Lathan and Michael Eden. We're at a time where our content can be so much more than the shucking and jive that we've been doing for so long. They <laughs> okay, always yeah. look at us as com- com- comedians, <laughs> and they want us to do all He's these preaching guys. all these things that are like ratchet because we're black yeah. but now we're at a time where acting is so good um, in the black community I just wish sometimes survivors remorse would tap into that although like I said the, the second season has been way better as far mm-hmm. as acting now I did like when they were speaking with the girl who was the uh, w- white girl I'm, I'm sorry I don't know your name but mm-hmm. after speaking with M. Chuck she said listen this is a gig. I don't w- want to do it but I gotta do it. Mm-hmm. I got bills I got stuff that I gotta take take care of and especially out here that's something we can all relate to because everything that comes our our way we don't like it but mm-hmm. we gotta we all got bills and that's something that we just have to get then to. you go get you a serving <laughs> job you don't use your creativity <laughs> to make fun of history i wouldn't take an acting gig or, or a hosting gig that is 
blatantly disrespectful. I don't got to do that for a check. That just sounded ridiculous. But you know, okay. they had some of them said they had kids and they had, you know. Hey, so you got four kids and you out here shucking and jacking. So you want four kids to look at? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it right now. Go get you a manager job at, or a telemarketing job or something until you get the gig that is really for you. Because that's the problem with us as entertainers. We take stuff that we have no business doing. Which that's is actually true. true, though. That's true. Like, it's a. It's a two-sided uh, coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want me. God give me this talent to be doing all of that. Want to be <laughs> working, but at the same time, there's jobs that if you take, you kind of lower yourself. Yes. And I watch a lot of interviews on the Breakfast Club Hot Nine Seven Seven, and they always speak about things mm-hmm. that what lowers yourself is taking those jobs, you know, but. You yeah. need, you need, doing the you things that the people cash. have told us we need to do to get into the industry we're taking jobs that we're not supposed to for example in SS Magazine Taraji P. Hansen just had an interview I think it was on the SS um, where she said she moved here with her son mm-hmm. 26 years old she didn't have time to be in the club and do all that she was like I'm gonna work I'm gonna push and why, why would that girl take that job if she didn't want to do it like that's just ridiculous and you don't gotta pay a bill like that <laughs> and then they always have a crazy way of switching the show around and you know, getting you off guard. They had M. Chuck with the white girl. M. Chuck yeah. ends up uh, doing her thug fizzle. With, uh, <laughs> the uh, white girl. And uh, once again, I just think that's the comical side that the writers mm-hmm. always like to do there. So, But that's so M. Chuck. I kind of saw oh, yeah. that one coming. I was like, yeah. You know, she yeah, was the, the music. The, the, the music. She was like, what, what, what you listening to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. Like, it. It clearly caught me off guard. I was like, "What? They're she's lifting up her skirt. Like, how many skirts? Very... Are yeah, she's like, it better <laughs> be worth it. it. Is. Trust me. Oh, Nana! Hey, look what you just done. Um, I want to give a big round of applause to Reggie because he finally gave Cam the conversation that he needed. Because so after we learned, Cam had. Reggie do all this to get the coach out of the house and the coach didn't get out of the house Mm-mm. so Cam uh, I'm sorry Reggie finally kept it real and said I thought you were a grown ass man how about you handle your own business instead of always trying to help everybody else and it's just causing more and more issues more with drama. yourself and I know I try to help out people as much as I can mm-hmm. but I have to be established first before I can give out a Helping him. Yeah. He really bent backwards for Cam. Reggie, like, I feel like he, yeah, he's like the best workers. sports manager anyone could have, uh, especially when he had to deal with the Irish. Mm. Oh, well, I don't know if they were Irish, but in the show, the they, Bostonians you know, they all, they were trying to, the Boston yeah. Celtic um, attendees, uh, they were very, very rude to Reggie. And I really like how Reggie always, you know, he keeps his composure. Definitely. He's always faced with crazy stuff like this. The last episode with the mermaid. And <laughs> now he has to deal with this to please Cam. I just... First of all, I, I agree with you guys that he gave Cam the read of his life. Like, he needs to, yeah. Pulled out a laundry list and was like, listen, ABC and need to get together right now. Like, you were no doing more. just a ridiculous amount of stuff. I only think I was looking at it, um, cause I know, you know, being black, so to speak, sometimes you, we got bad attitudes. You got to let some people have it. And yeah. I, I was thinking about wow. how they're actually from the hood. And I was like, I'm waiting on that moment for Reggie, like, Listen, you playing with the wrong one. That's like, right, yeah. But he always is put together and holds it together and speaks well. But sometimes you just got to let some people see that other side of you. 
I feel like this has happened. I feel like this is the same conversation that keeps happening. I mean, in just different ways and different, like, I feel like, I don't know, and maybe viewers, you can help us and, you know, leave a comment. But I feel like this happened in season one, too, where Reggie had to sit Cam down like, listen, you tripping. It's needed. I it's felt like it needed. happened in season one, too. So I'm like, why does this keep happening? Why, why isn't Cam learning? He's hard-headed. To be grown. That, too. Like, maybe he needs I'm just some not therapy. understanding. I mean, he's <laughs> young. He's got millions to his name. He thinks he's on top of the world. You yeah. Know? He he just, I just, I just don't like that he just wants everybody to fit into this. Like that man don't want liposuction. Yeah, no. you know he doesn't <laughs> want it. He wants to live. He his wants life to sit like on that. the couch, watch Netflix. Yeah, and he said he's blessed, and that's <laughs> what he considers a blessing. That is what he considers a blessing, just because you don't consider it a blessing. But Cam need to worry about himself because obviously he's still dealing with this whole new light mm. of fame and everything with all these superstitions and all these wants, and he doesn't do anything himself. He always puts it on Reggie. He, yeah, he does. Yeah. Like, so Reggie looks ridiculous instead of you. True. Yeah. And it started off with the radio host. You know, he visited the radio host at first and they were telling him how he didn't have a good season. And that's one thing as an entertainer. You have to always deal with that pressure. You're There's sometimes people are going to make fun of what you wear. Are you going to mm-hmm. crawl into a ball and say, oh, I can't do this anymore? Mm-hmm. Just got to say, bye, haters. Check up the deuces exactly. and keep it moving. So... Keep yep. it pushing. I yes, like, definitely. I like the way you uh, finished that there. So that <laughs> pretty much sums up the episode there. Um, I want to see Uncle Julius come back, of course. Um, yes. Viewers out there, I was mentioning before we hopped on, I was on Instagram and I did go on Mike Epps' page and he did have a picture of him, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Love. And he did... Um, do the hashtag survivors remorse. So Shout maybe out to the Cavs, hey. to Clevelanders, oh. my two one sixers, <laughs> which we do have to say congratulations because they did get picked up for season three. So yeah, we'll one time for congratulations, season three. <laughs> and then hopefully that picture has something to do with season three, which I I would be amped if we see actual stars. Yeah, well not. Not mm-hmm. that they're not stars, but actual. Jesse, you just said you ain't no star. Now you can't say that. Now you gotta, now you gotta take it back. The fact that I called you corny, so you not a star. Jesse, we got a party with you. Oh, you. Jesse has become one of my favorite Snapchat. Not be on the party because he's just so funny, like lighthearted. He'll be trying to be so serious, and at the end he'll be like. <laughs> like, like, like what? I just like to watch it just for that. No doubt. All right. So I think this would be the perfect time to go into some predictions and predictions. see what's watching for season for episode uh, five. Now you're after Buzz TV. And I'm gonna swing this over to Gary since he always goes last. I'm gonna have Gary go first. <laughs> Um, my predictions, I'm still holding tight to getting, uh, Cam getting his heart broken by someone, you know, some young lady. I really want to see him in a relationship. Um, I would like to see a little bit more, um, character building. You know, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to be able to find a character that I can be like, oh, it's my favorite. I'm following this one. I don't feel like we get an opportunity to, you know, fall in love with the characters enough because yeah. we are kind of like going from episode to episode and not really tying the episode together, like learning them. So I want to see a little bit of that. I'm hoping that we get to dive into a little bit more, maybe a cam and maybe they'll do that That'd later on cool, the season. Yeah. We find out some new things about them. 
I second that. Um, my next prediction. Um, she is one for one over there. <laughs> right. No, as we were talking about Cam's issues, I was thinking, where's his daddy? He has daddy issues. So don't we all? I want to. Where you at? We, <laughs> that means child, That's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I want to. I want to see where his dad is. What happened to his dad? Maybe he'll pop back up and you know try and get some money or something. And then you know, mom and M Chuck are like, hell no. And so I want to see that. I want to see where Cam's daddy went. You right. took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, but right now the show's really touching light on Cam's struggle. So I want to see more of that basketball lifestyle. I want to see the groupies following him to his hotels. Like I feel cool. like the show is not really showing enough of that. Right now we're getting Cam's struggle um, and touching point on the daddy issues. Maybe he might start going therapy. If Maybe the, that might be something that I think we would have a really good opportunity that the show is a little bit longer than a half hour. I mm-hmm. think that we, we would see so much more of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But therapy, I can definitely see that happening some point in the show for all the family. The whole family, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially M. Chuck. You she know needs black them. people don't go see <laughs> You know, we just pray. Huh? Right. Okay. We just go pray. <laughs> right. I'm going to go pray about it. Right. We pray about it. <laughs> um, my prediction I'm going to go with, I want to see Uncle Julius rev up the storyline you know get get him into some more action or something because i know he'll bring the funny no matter what um we did see a return of a character i kind of skipped over dirty Dirty paul Paul. (laughs) Um, oh man man, i'm glad you brought that (laughs) talk about it let me choose my words correctly because I was going to say some stuff that I ain't got no business saying to you. But I really wanted to punch him in his face. Like Why he is was that? so annoying. Like how if you if anybody ever came to me like that, like I'm I'm giving you tickets to my show. It's a really big deal I'm in your city, and you telling me you know, I'm trying to sell my tickets. You better get far out of my face before yeah. I go smooth out. That was just so disrespectful to me. I, I think that was so his sly way of trying to ask for money because in the end, Cam handed him $300, well, 200 at first, and then he's like, yeah. I have three kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you wanted some money, bro, you should have just kept it real and said, hey, I'm missing the rent this month. Can I have some money? Which you know Cam's going to give it to you. kids turn into him getting a new TV so the kids can watch. But. Animal Planet. Uh, <laughs> that's just really disrespectful. Like, if I had, like, a friend that was, you know, in basketball, and they had me some... I'm going to the game, dog. Yeah, right? I'm like, I'm front row Snapchat on plug. Shout out to the plug. Hey, and I think that's a perfect way to end our after show. So once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Um, please leave a comment. What should they leave a comment about? Um, what do they expect to see? Maybe I want to see some of like their mm-hmm. predictions. They'll probably yeah. help ours. We'd yeah. love to hear your predictions and we will shout you out next show yes, for making a comment because sure. we got your back so of course uh let's continue continue the conversation uh use hashtag abt tv sr after buzz tv survivors remorse i'm your host jimmy v i can be on twitter and instagram at be your own dad also started up a youtube channel i'm trying to expand <laughs> my wings jimmy v but of course i'm with the baddest crew in the land what's up Yay, you know, you can find me at your girl Trinae 
You better follow me, and I'm going to follow you back. Okay. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Shaprentice Lynn, with two N's, and the Cowboys won! Woo! Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> and I end it with, find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Gary I Thomas. I am Gary Thomas. It's, it's, such, it's just a brand that you know. Is That's it? how it is. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Get your news from me, too. Hey. I'm Gary Thomas. Plug, plug. Right. And see you guys next week. Holla. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.